Wow, <laughs> look at that action over there. Oh my gosh, look, that that is bouncing. That is crazy, bouncing. <laughs> You points of light out there. Yes, the Sanguine community. Welcome to another Sanguine podcast with Tom Baldwin. So glad you're here today and you are a fantastic community. And let me just start out by saying today, probably going to offend you. And so if you're feeling a little weak and on the timid side, maybe this podcast in particular is for another day. Now, I'm going to tell you, it's powerful material, it's good content, but it touches, including myself, very, very close to home. And so, yeah, this is a subject that if you're in this situation, and it does refer to a Pacific situation, you want to really avoid this subject. And the subject is condoned within the Christian community, even though it is a flat-out blatant sin and destructive as H-E double toothpicks or hell, right? (laughs) Anyway, before we get there, just let me express my appreciation to you out there for what you do every day and that when you disagree with me or I do cause you some angst, you continue to listen because we realize that that's how we process and grow and that a little angst and a little frustration, a little disagreement as we can process that super, super healthy. And so, yeah, we're going to be healthy today. So yes, what can you do for me? All right. So maybe you weren't asking that question. I will ask it for you. Um, (laughs) And this podcast, well, as I've mentioned frequently, and I'll probably continue to mention, as I'm going to mention right now, if you rate me on Apple Podcasts, it helps get visibility out there for me. And so that is probably one of the biggest, baddest, best things you can do. And yes, five stars, man, that's kind of what I need because the rating system's a bit rigged, as we've talked about. The other thing that I appreciate and thank you for those that do send financial support my way to help upgrade equipment and help me to produce better podcasts. And so I appreciate that, you know, and I've mentioned it's never required and never want to put any of that pressure on you, but it's super appreciated. So we get to the email address where you can always email. And even if you have a prayer request, you can email it. Are you just super Want to rant at me? Yes, you can email that. I will probably read it and possibly delete it, but I will read it so you will know that your voice is heard. I'm going to hit the board here a little bit so I can get back and look at the diagnostics and the live data because that's super important and, well, super important to me. And the website, sanguinefaith.com, and that's where the RSS feed comes from. And those of you that are just like, what is that? That is what allows you to listen to it on whatever podcast platform you want. You connect to that RSS stream, which that is coming from. So maybe more information than you needed. So at the beginning of this podcast, what I was referring to is when I go jogging and what people are looking at, yes, that fat as it's flowing and bouncing, and people are probably like, oh, that guy's got to be in so much pain. Yes, let me tell you a couple things about being fat. And yes, this is the subject today. And so some of you are just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to listen to this. 
Ah, just hear me out. You can do it. We can do the hard things. And hey, speaking from tremendous experience here and still carry a fair bit of adipulse tissue, even though many of you know that I fasted for an extended period of time and lost quite a bit of weight, but I still have quite a bit more to go. So a couple things about fat people. Yes, it hurts to jog and run. It is incredibly painful. Two, it really hurts to fall down. Have you ever watched a very obese person fall down? We are just like, it's like, it's kind of the slow motion, like blob action. Okay, I'm talking to myself, so don't get offended here. But if the conviction's coming your way, continue to listen because this is good. We are going to go into the perspective from the Bible and from the lover of our souls, Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit, the ones that care so deeply about us. But yes, a fat person, it's like kind of the slow motion sort of landslide thing with an ending as a head or whatever limb is left in the air. This last of all does is come thunk and man, does it hurt. So I had a fall not too long ago, which has prompted some of the actions that I'm taking. And actually, I have actually opened myself up to hearing what the scriptures have to say. Too often as Christians, we use the scriptures to reinforce our perceptions and our opinions and our views instead of hearing what the scriptures say. And so, man, my dang phone's going off and it's driving me crazy because I want to look at it. I should have, I knew I should have left it in the other room. So FYI, if you're ever doing a podcast, don't bring your phone in with you because if you're like me, you're just sure it's your wife and you're ignoring her and that never goes well. And you're just like, Tom, how would that help you in another room? I don't know, but it would probably help me focus a little better and not desire to look at it. Or we can just do it here on video. You can see me. I'm going to look at it. And yes, I do have a text message. And yes, let's see who it's from. No, it's from my brother showing me that it's 91 in Tampa today. So that's good to know, Mike Baldwin, if you happen to be listening out there. <laughs> so super, super cool because it's 91 there and it's kind of cold and overcast and chilly here today. So yes, I wish I was in Tampa. And yes, another squirrel moment here with Tom Baldwin. So let's just get into, let's just get into talking about obesity and talking about the culture. And let's just start with the culture around the church and how in the church, and the church is changing. The bride of Christ is changing and the modern church is even changing, but it still has some perceptions about it. And one of those things that I grew up in, and it's it's not the reason, but it definitely contributed to why I'm obese today. Because I have, a, well, let's just get it out there. Tom's having a hard time saying this. Tend to have a codependent personality on various substances. And the food that I attached to early on that helped me process stress and get through hard times of loneliness and angst and frustration was food. And so when I became a Christian and I discovered potlucks and I looked around and the joke was, oh, have seconds, have thirds, as these extremely obese people are having seconds and thirds. And I was just... It was a little contradiction in my mind because I had read, you know, the scriptures that talk about your body being the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I know even back then, although I've learned so much, and we'll digress here. Well, we'll take a little side road here because it's an important side road for maybe a couple minutes before we get back to the culture of eating in the modern day church. But obesity is like 
a comorbidity and everything. Obesity is puts you at higher risk for all-cause mortality. And so just right there by being obese increases your risk for cardiac disease, increases your risk for diabetes, increases your risk for cancer. We could just go down the list of everything. Obesity increases your risk for everything. So let's just take a moment and let's go to John. And it's probably around 10. Well, it is. I won't tell you the verse, but Jesus says, I have come that you may have life. And so Jesus comes that we may have life, but we, as we become obese people, now myself is included here, so I'm lecturing myself. So if you're feeling the burn, it's definitely the Holy Spirit. It's not me. He's just using me as a conduit here and put this in my life for one reason, because he wants to bring life to me. And so he wants me to stop killing myself. Think about when you're obese. And if you are obese or you have been, or yeah, you're currently obese like me, I still have a fair bit of weight to lose. Think think of the things in my life that have died. I actually do like going for a jog. It is way too painful. I like getting out and playing sports like basketball and volleyball where you need to jump and dive. Those things have also died because it's too painful to do that. And what else has happened, which has entered my life, because Jesus have came so that we may have life and have it to the full, the obesity has sapped my energy. And so when I get home from a day at work, there's so much I want to do. But since I've been carrying this extra weight, and for some of us, it's like carrying another person or another half a person all day long. Can I tell you the incredible stamina that we have and endurance as fat people? Because we do way more work in a day than somebody that's half our size does because we have to carry that around. But think of it this way that that fat and that obesity, as we apply the scriptures that Jesus comes that we may have life and have it to the full, and this body where the Holy Spirit resides in, it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Well, we could just go there for a second. Man, my temple is not a great representation of my God that came to give life and life to the full. As I labor climbing up steps, as I labor when I exercise, as I labor when I work, because I have not preserved this temple, it's like driving by, let's say, a literal brick and mortar building and seeing the outside is just falling apart, that the door doesn't work right, it sticks and it doesn't open right, and, and you go inside and there's a little stench and, okay, I know I'm getting really into touchy area here, but when we're obese, okay, for one, our bodies don't look right. For two, they don't function right because we're often eating crap food. So we often off gas and don't produce good aroma. In the temple, they burnt incense and there was good aroma. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some skinny people out there that are also very unhealthy. And there are other circumstances. And I think this whole scripture about the body being the temple of the Holy Spirit, that also applies to them and they need to take care of that. But right now we're focusing on us, the obese. And if you're there or you know someone that's there, I'm just going to say something. This is where the offense could happen. Choose to not let it happen right now. But obesity is a sin. It is a sin without question. It is a sin. It is a departure from God's ideal. And in archery, where the Greek word for sin comes from, that's what it means. Missing the bullseye. 
the bullseye is that we are created and we live in the image of God. Now, do our bodies decay? Yes, because of sin. But one of the ways that we can begin to reduce that is taking care of the obvious sin in our life. And one of that is obesity and our eating habits. And so as we're obese, it affects our physiology. It affects our mental state. It affects our spirituality because we are in sin when we overeat. Now for me, and I don't know the reason that you overeat or the reason that you're obese, but for me, it is the stress in my life. And as I eat foods that I shouldn't, and I eat foods in larger quantities that I should not because it eases and it brings comfort. Boy, it seems like there's somebody else that's called the comforter that should probably come in and fill that role. And so that's what I have begun doing. And that's why that season of fasting I went through was to begin to reset that, to transition that, to take my burdens to Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father and not like numb them with overeating and with food and indulging in sin and bringing death. Okay, what is the number one factor for COVID-19 that will produce a negative outcome? Yep, you got it. Obesity. Wow, that's such a coincidence. Okay, when we live in sin, we put ourselves in a place of vulnerability. And this also includes eating and how we take care of our bodies. Now, I'm not here to shame anybody because one thing that I do, even that I'm overweight, I know that I'm a beloved son of God. And I don't feel shame and I don't like get down on myself. But what I hear is the call of the father saying, son, I want more for you. I want to bring life. I want to extinguish, eradicate and burn this death out of you. This death that is growing, this death that is stealing your youthfulness, your ability to do the things that you enjoy. And so, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. I know it hurts. And I tell you, I'm preaching as much to me as I'm preaching to anyone out there because my end goal is for all of you. And if I need to offend you to get you to a place of freedom, I will do it happily and repeatedly as I offend myself. I like talking about my obesity in front of my friends and stuff because it brings some accountability because this is a huge battle for me and a huge struggle. And so freedom through offense. <laughs> How is that? Or freedom, because you're not getting offended, but it's definitely the potential to do that. All right, so let's get back. Let's talk about the church culture and how it reinforces this. Now, the church is changing. It used to be, you know, you don't drink, you don't smoke, and you don't do those things. And it it still is a fair bit that way. And that there are people that still put rules and regulations up, but they're based on probably where my last podcast is, not realizing that none of that thing brings righteousness and only Jesus brings righteousness. So nothing you can do can make you righteous. So if you're fat like me, you're still righteous and your father loves you deeply and the son loves you deeply and the Holy Spirit loves you deeply. None of that has changed, but some of these misplaced rules about not drinking and smoking, um, I think are based on, oh, well, if I do that, then that'll help kind of this weird sense that we can earn our salvation, which we 100% can't. You can't do anything to be right with God, and that will frustrate some of you. And so there are these rules, but the rule that's accepted is food, because food's not dangerous, right? 
not necessarily, but it can be like any drug or substance. A drug or substance isn't dangerous till it's abuse. And when you abuse abuse food, your all-cause mortality rate goes up. You become highly at risk when things like COVID-19 and other viruses that will continue to come, you become at risk. Maybe I didn't get you this time, but you know, as we continue down the route of obesity, it does. It affects our heart. It affects our blood sugar levels, our ability to regulate those blood sugar levels. And it causes our heart to work harder because there's more blood to pump. There's more area to pump the blood through. You know, obesity even moves into area stewardship because you were given this body and you should steward this body. And as we are obese, it is an evidence of our poor stewardship. It's all evidence of our pridefulness because obesity hurts those around us. And so we are prideful and selfish. I know, ouch, ouch, ouch. But we're going to do what we want and we're going to eat what we want, even though it affects the people around us. And you're like, how does it affect it? Well, for me and like my kids, I can't go do the activities because it hurts to do them that I would love to do with them. Two, it's an incredibly bad example for them. So I am starting to perpetuate generational sin. And so that's even as I'm obese, I'm making the efforts to lose weight. And I am doing it slowly, not as fast as I would like, right? Because we would all like snap that instant thing. But obesity, it can't be ignored any longer in the faith of believers of Jesus because it 100% goes against what the scriptures and the intent of the scriptures and that Jesus, very basic, he wants to bring life. And so things like obesity that bring death are just not right. And so, yes, I have guilted you substantially and I have condemned the Christian community for tolerating and making it easy for people to sin and stay in their sin. It's time that we call it out so freedom can come to the captives. And if you are somebody like myself and you are addicted to food, you are a captive. You are not free. When that dessert is served, maybe occasionally you can turn it down, but 90% of the time you are not free to say no. Oh man, it hurts. It's time for the freedom to come. And so make no bones or lies about it. Obesity, overeating, and addiction to food is sin. Now, Jesus has overcome and he allows us to overcome. Now, is it just like a snap of your fingers? I'm sure for some of you out there, it can be. But for me, It has been a relearning and a going deeper in my faith and connecting deeper with the Holy Spirit specifically because he's a comforter. And when I have angst and I have that desire to eat, I need that connection with him. And so I've been connecting with him. And at the same time, I've been doing things that I know, which I'm going to pass on to you and you've heard are effective. Fasting is incredibly effective. And just start out slow, one meal, maybe two meals. And build your way up in that thing of fasting. I've also found things like music and worship music that help comfort me in stressful times. I've also found that like doing this podcast, because I'll just confess here, before I came in to this closet where you see all these beautiful clothes around me, 
I was going to have quite a few pieces of chocolate. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to talk about this because getting it out in the open and beginning to address it is going to help me, which it has, but it's going to help those of you out there that are trapped in this bondage. And yes, you may be upset with me. I may have upset your world a little bit, but I believe when the spoon of God comes in, it's to stir things up to make it better. And so as that spoon of God has entered your life and has stirred your life up, it's come to make it better. So in this culture, and I'm going to end here shortly, but we're made to feel okay when we're fat, okay? And there is now this fat pride movement. And so I really disagree with it because, you know, being obese and being fat is having sin in your life. And I never believe in shaming people, but there is a certain power in making people feel a little uncomfortable that promotes change. You know, in those dang airplanes, they, well, they are making the seats bigger, but they're still not big enough. And so when you are obese and you go on a plane, man, you are literally uncomfortable and you can see the people as you're coming down the aisle praying to God that you're not going to sit next to them. And then when they do, when you do, they're just like, God, what have I done? Do you want to continue to be that person? I do not. Okay, we are supposed to be a light, shining a light in the darkness as we're walking around in this two-ton temple. Okay, you probably don't weigh that much, but you know what I mean. We're like, boom, 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 you know, and we're like the temple in the ghettos. Instead of the temple as it's meant to be, that's elegant and it's beautiful and shiny. I know. Ouch, 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 stomp, jerk, jerk, jerk. I know. I'm doing it for you and I'm doing it for me. We're going to do this. So start on this journey. And the way you start is just confess. Just say, Holy Spirit, I know I am in sin. I need help. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, it's a long journey, and it can be. It doesn't necessarily have to be, but you may have to try different things like I've had to try, and I've lost weight numerous times, and yet here I am again. But that doesn't mean we give up because we have a God that is supernatural, and we are grafted into that family. I am supernatural. And if you have made that decision and you've welcomed Jesus in and you've repented, that means turn from your sins, say, hey, realize those are sins, those were wrong, turn from them and ask for forgiveness and invited the work of Jesus in. It's all available to you. So my friends, let me just pray for you. Holy Spirit, just thanks for these great bright lights, these stars, and for myself included, we are in the process and we desire more life. And so we just give you permission to bring more life. We confess to you, we ask for your help, and I know that it will come. So those of you that prayed and asked for help, look, because it is already on its way if it hasn't showed up. And so things that seem like a coincidence, they're not, okay? They are for you. So my friends, hey, have a fantastic week. Remember, be a bright light, and uh, we'll wrap it up here with the big Porter Baldwin. He's not big. He's actually a super handsome kid, and uh, well, we won't go there right now.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.